Hello, everybody. This is Joe Renee Feeler, and welcome to this week's podcast. We were off last week because I was just coming off the heels of the workshop that we had in Boise, and I'm very excited to let you know that the workshop recordings are now available. If you just go to joereneefeeler.com and look for Enlightenment Courses, you, it should be the first one that comes up, and I just... I'm not very original with when I name things, so I think it's just called Boise Workshop 2019. Anyway, they're all there for you, available for your consideration, and I feel like you'll absolutely love them. Um, it's hard to describe what all we did at that workshop, but let's, let's do a connection exercise first. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the workshop, then we'll do a live message for us today, and we'll get started. Okay, so let's... I encourage you to relax your body <sighs> and if you're in a safe space you're not driving etc if you can close your eyes and just take some nice deep breaths <sighs> and just feel the expansion of this next breath in your belly a belly breath Okay, and I'd like you to imagine that there is a source of light coming from within you, from the inside out, that you are light, that you are the light of Source Creator God. You are an expression of that light like no one else could ever be in any time. <laughs> there you go. Okay, nice big breath again. Good job. Okay, and as that light is glowing within you, because it is, whether you can feel it or not, just let that light expand on this next breath. Okay, very good. Okay, here we go. All right, um, so what are we doing here for those of you that are new? Um, how I love to kind of... Uh, challenge myself in describing it. Um, I am a normal human in a lot of ways. <laughs> I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um, I went to university and I got two undergraduate degrees in business and I have my MBA and I had a successful career in corporate and came to a stressful moment in my life and a sister-in-law, my sister-in-law said, you should go see a psychic. I thought that was the dumbest idea I'd ever heard of. But within a couple days, I was like, you know what? How can that hurt? I probably can't make anything's worse, anything worse. And I was really stressed over a business proposition of being a CEO of a startup company or staying in my very cushy tech gig part time, able to you know have you know free time and summers off with my daughters and all those things. So it was a anyway to me it was like ah. Oh. Anyway, one psychic reading <laughs> was uh, was sort of the tipping point for me. Oh, Samson, hello. Um, was sort of the tipping point for me in terms of um, helping me see, allowing me to see really another way of me being me, other layers to myself that I didn't know were there. Um, exposure, um, not like a virus. Exposure to a different way of experiencing energy and tapping into things that I didn't even know was possible. And within several months, it um, well, she, the first psychic reading had told me that I was very connected and, you know, very spiritual, but I wasn't living in that way. So I just became curious. It blew my mind in a lot of great ways. And I, as a 
not only a skeptic, but just like really thinking that that was a dumb idea. And lo and behold, here I am about 10 years later <laughs> doing readings and realizing uh, the very interdimensional way that we can experience energy that is far beyond our five human senses. Um, so had I not had my before and after, I wouldn't even know this was possible. Had I not had a stressful experience in my life and had um, my sister-in-law recommend something that was completely off my radar, I don't think I'd be sitting here today. Um, then again, it's possible that my, what I call my team, which is my eternal self energy, the, the you that was never not born, the you that's consistent, the you that's infinite. Some people call it a soul, but that word has become hijacked by things like karma and past lives and other sort of nonsense that's stuck in a time-space continuum bubble that's extremely limiting. Um, so the eternal self energy, I could have possibly found another way. Um, to get right here, <laughs> right now. But this, I don't believe in destiny, um, but I like the scenarios of where what's possible and I love what's happening right now. So it's called channeling where I'm accessing information that my human self as Jill has not, I don't have access to it as Jill. If I'm sharing something, it's um, in a channeled format. It's not something I've read or consumed or been informed of as Jill. And I've got a nice track record here of pretty mind-blowing information that all of it is in the context of helping humanity see that number one, uh, source energy, and I do believe in God, uh, that God loves you no matter what your life looks like or doesn't look, look like. And number two, that we have so much more available to us in our humanness, and I get really excited about um, transformation and personal transformation that doesn't wait for the rest of the world to wake up, that doesn't pretend that we're here to save the world, um, and that doesn't pretend that Earth is dying and that we need to rescue her. Yeah, those are just three. <laughs> okay, here we go. So what are we going to talk about today? Um, let's, let's, well, should we talk about the workshop now? I don't follow notes in these calls. <laughs> yes, was like, we have to talk about the workshop. Yes, we do. Okay, um, I couldn't have prepared for what we all did there two days together. We did spend um, a good amount of time talking about the afterlife and getting into more detail there. Um, I need to go back and listen to it again, by the way, because I'm still sort of uh, like, oh my God, that's right. We That was revealed. This was revealed. This, I mean, obviously I wish the whole planet knew about this information, but I get it. Not everybody is here to be conscious and awake uh, by some level of choice there. I'm not restricting this, even what we're doing here today, right? That's all out there on YouTube, iTunes, etc. They're just not looking for it and, and not consuming it. So there you go. They're, they're choosing on some level to ignore what also is possible here. Okay, so at the workshop, we get into much more specifics about the afterlife, the corridors of the afterlife. There was a really, really nice right at the intro connection between um, Egyptian uh, preoccupation and passion towards the afterlife and, and why, and how that um, creates a very interesting paradox to the sort of easy breezy way of looking at the afterlife that we have now of, oh, just go to the lights, really easy. Um, there are just so many distortions that we're operating from in our timeline right now. And it was really f uh, fun and clever and insightful the way that they um, the very beginning of the workshop, sort of they meaning the connection that I am as my eternal self, 
because it doesn't feel like human gel. So I, I say they and we, etc. Um, but the context that it offered in terms of we are, and in our current society, we are pretending as if the afterlife is super easy. Anyone can do it. Anyone can, can have a positive experience there. And that's simply not true. Um, anyway, so <laughs> lots of good information there. <sighs> but what we want to talk about today, oh, there was a lot more that we did other than the afterlife, by the way, the Q&A uh, discussion that uh, the questions that were raised in the super awesome audience that we had teed up a whole bunch of things. But um, there was a lot there in the two days and I'm horrible at summaries. I'm sorry. Um, but if you buy the recordings and you don't like them within three days, just email me and say you want your money back and I'm happy to give you your money back. I don't want your money if you didn't like what you bought. Okay. I don't need it that bad. <laughs> Alrighty. So let's get into the message for today and what we want to talk about. <sighs> okay. Hmm. We touched lightly on a message at some point fairly recently that that even what we call God, source energy, doesn't know what will happen here. That there isn't a preset set of events that needs to happen in your life or in anyone's life. And there there isn't as much structure and purpose as most religious or spiritual teachings would have one believe. So we would like to go into more detail on that because it it is jarring to some. Um, this idea that, that even God doesn't know what will happen and the idea that there is much less structure in uh, your future and in your present and in your past than some wish there were. Okay. We can easily see where when someone hears this idea that even God doesn't know what will happen, we can easily see the different um, unfortunate interpretations of that. One of them being that if God doesn't even know what will happen, then we are here just pretending we're God. Um, And that as the human experiencer, you have overwhelming responsibilities because if, if God doesn't know how things will happen and if God doesn't have things in control, then how in the heck are you supposed to feel like you have control over anything including yourself in your life. That is in many ways an unfortunate um, interpretation. We can't control interpretation, but we can, uh, we're obviously motivated and love you enough to offer clarification where we see misunderstandings and we are seeing misunderstandings in this this, uh, regard. From the very beginning of our sharing alongside Jill, we have treated you as the master that you are. We are intending to awaken a sense of sovereignty and personal responsibility that is a part of your eternal self energy that you also have access to as your humanness. And we're offering this to anyone who is interested in accessing their own inner light, eternal light in this way. It is an upgrade in so many ways, or we wouldn't be sharing it. 
um, we're not interested in repeating other teachings and other teachers and other um, other sort of uh, programs for connecting with God. If those are working for you, that's awesome. Disregard right what we say. But we see energetically and um, in an outcome observational way a lot of the problems with all of those systems. Um, and we don't want to repeat those. And we're actually the reason that we look at Jill's incarnation as in one level, the reason we look at her and why she incarnated to begin with, um, is to offer another record, offer another path, way to the source energy that is not outside of oneself, that is inside oneself, the true light within, enlightenment. <coughs> and with this approach, there is no need for an intermediary, and there's also no need for suffering. Um, it can be as graceful and as radical, um, and Jill proved it. In her own experience, she did not hit rock bottom. She was just stressed with a business decision, and she allowed herself to be open-minded and open-hearted and revisit some of her core beliefs and core truths about what she thought about everything. And she's continuously loosening up on some of her um, sort of human programming um, whenever it doesn't fit or there's something better to replace it with uh, from her connection as her eternal self, i.e. us, okay? Okay, so when we say, when we offer you that even God doesn't know what will happen, if that inspires chaos and fear within yourself, then maybe this material isn't for you. It could be that you prefer a style where there is an authority figure, there is a human authority figure, um, or there is a, a almost paternal um, perspective of God that takes care of things when you don't know what to do, or takes care of things when you're not sure what the right answer is. Um, that to us is not the version of sovereignty and not the version of personal responsibility that we are advocating, inspiring, sponsoring, supporting, inserting as a record, as a new record. And we talked a little bit about that at the workshop. We're inserting, we're insisting, assisting in inserting new records into your timeline. All for the intention of upgrading humanity in the process. We can't do that for every, anybody. None of you can do that for everybody either. But you can do that for yourself with dramatic results. <clears throat> okay, so for those of you that are interested in feeling more authority over your life and more sovereignty, it, it is a game changer when you really consider the idea that even God doesn't know how things will go, that your reality, Earth, is designed, and humanity within Earth, within the earthly um, construct and energy field, experiencing reality, um, there is an opportunity for you to create outcomes without there being a God force to get in your way, without there being a God force to block you, or to make it happen on its own with you being a passive participant. Okay? <sighs> Let's just feel that for a moment. It's exciting, potentially, to some of you, not others. So if God doesn't know 
how things will go in your life, then that should free some of you up, especially in a community like this that, that tend maybe to hang out with channelers and channeled messages. It should release you from the idea that if you just have the right channeled information, then you'll know exactly what will happen because we don't do predictions like that for this, for this very reason, that if God doesn't even know how things will go, then how on earth could um, an authentic channeled messaging that's at that source energy vibration, how could it pretend that, it's, that it knows how things will go? And as a masterful embodied light, you may decide that you don't even need to know how things will go, that that's not the goal, to know how things will go, Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> that, that's a, that's a big pretzel <laughs> mind bender for, for some of you. And we're giving you a hug in that process. Cause that, that means there's something on the outside of your consciousness field that you're, that you're playing with and you're wrapped up in the idea, but, 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 but that's, that's good. That's progress. <laughs> okay. Cause what's on the other side of that energy field is another level of expansion. Even if you disagree with it. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So this option that you alongside us are creating is a version of being light within that isn't trying to predict the future because it acknowledges that there are so many possible scenarios and no one is set and God isn't like a puppet master pulling strings that almost anything can happen by having that energy back for yourself, because you're no longer trying to predict or plan for what will happen, then you can actually give more of your energy field back to yourself in your present. Huge upgrade, because the human energy field has a capacity, it has a limit to it. So what do you want to do with this extra energy? <laughs> I hope you could do anything, right? How about taking yourself and your choices and your decisions, not that you made before, not that you're not just that you can make today about who and what you want to be today and tomorrow and the next day forward. That range of possibilities of what you could decide in almost anything is so wide and so broad and so exciting and exhilarating. And so it's, it's masterful. The more you feel your choices, the more masterful you will act in your life. So this, these other teachings and religions and uh, programs and dogma that act as if God knows exactly what will happen as if, and if you just know that plan, then your life is going to be great, right? They're, they're taking that sovereignty piece and they're taking it outside of you and they're putting it into an external structure that you don't feel a personal connection with from the inside out. And it puts you in a field of chasing your light, your enlightenment, your sovereignty, your best life, your joy, your sense of success and well-being. All of it is put outside of you. How is that empowering? Ah, <sighs> yeah. 
so funny. I'm just popping in. Here's Jill. I don't want to talk about this next part because I'm sick of talking about it. It's not my favorite topic, but they're asking me to, and I, let's see why. With that paradigm that, that God is a force outside of you and that there are certain individuals that are more connected to God than you are, whether that be a channeler, whether that be a minister, whether that be a pastor or a priest, a psychic, a healer, the list is long, right? There is a system that has now in your timeline been built around those structures that hold money and energy and power that is away from you. Are you okay with that for yourself or for anyone else? Because we don't like it. We don't like it. And it doesn't have to be that way. So all of you have an opportunity to slowly or quickly reconsider from whom are you asking to bless a decision, confirm a decision, give you advice, make a decision for you, tell you what's right or wrong? From whom are you doing that? Why? And at what point did you decide that you weren't capable of that? And is that really true? Are they really more capable than you are at deciding what and how you should live your life. We are speaking to, here to anyone who is listening. We're not speaking to the world. We're not speaking to somebody that if they didn't have a system of control, they would do horrible things to themselves or other people. It's surprising, isn't it, uh, being sarcastic here? Those folks tend to not listen to things like this or watch things like this. So we're speaking to you. And you can do with it whatever you choose. So the other misunderstanding is that if, if God doesn't know what will happen, and if we are here encouraging you to feel more authority, author, authorship of who and what you are in your world as your one, as your human, that somehow there's this misunderstanding that that would be disrespectful to God, that that would be um, arrogant, that that would be egotistical, that that would be um, shameful, that that would be sinful even. It's an, it's an interesting interpretation, and any of those interpretations are so wrapped up in other spiritual ideology, uh, theology, that it, it would take a little bit more undoing for you uh, to, to see how distorted that actually is. But from our perspective, it's incredibly distorted.
The human experience is set up in such a way that there are safety mechanisms in place so that the eternal self energy cannot be negatively harmed by what happens in the earthly journey and in the human experience. Source energy set that up and no one forced an eternal self energy and eternal energy field to incarnate here. Okay, at some point <laughs> in time, <laughs> no, it's actually beyond time at the eternal self level. At some point, though, that eternal self energy said, I'm going to make myself a human and see what happens there. I'm going to maybe go in during a dark age where we all forget <laughs> almost everything about about what's what, uh, what a ride that'll be. And I as my eternal self will be absolutely fine no matter what happens while I'm forgetting that I am source energy in that form. Okay. That is so important as a as a key understanding of how a human ever ends up here. The fact that there is that safety mechanism that that veiling between this reality and other realities. And also we did talk about that in some detail in the workshop shows how loving God is. So what happens here is not a sign of what God wants or doesn't want. What happens here is a reflection in especially in your time, which is very the baseline is so unconscious, we call it a dark age. What happens in your reality is is a sign of what happens when when the human race in its very powerful energy structure does when it doesn't know that it is that it is source energy. That it is a <laughs> a whole and complete individuated expression of a monotheistic one energy field source creator, God. So that the chance that you'd be taking, if you decide for yourself that, well, if even God doesn't know what will happen, then I'm really not blocked. I could be almost anything. <laughs> and there will be natural, I want to say interference, um, blockage that you can feel within your reality. But that's not God energy preventing that that's not God energy blocking you. It's the function of energy in your reality, which does have a pattern and does have a rhythm. And the more you can be your one, be your light of God amidst what your reality is, the more in a state of grace, your light, your intention, your empowerment will be. Just take a nice big breath with that because we're going to switch gears here in a moment. So another misunderstanding that is often made, not just related to this concept that even God doesn't know what will happen, but that we see more often in, in teachings like the secret and law of, attack, law of attraction and 
manifestation and wealth creation and things like that is pretending that you are God and pretending that if you as your one just do the right things, then you have a predictable, um, successful outcome that you'll achieve, that you'll earn, that you'll create. Uh, we don't see that going well. <laughs> we don't see that going well for, is it anyone? It's not true. And when in the human construct you are pretending things are true, there is going to be tension, frustration. With those that are in Law of Attraction and the secret types of teachings or A Course in Miracles or something like that, the other sort of uh, double whammy that, that, that hits you is this idea of, well, I these teachings are so right. They're so obviously right. If I don't have this, then I don't have anything. So I can't give up on this. So if I'm not getting the results I want, then I must be doing it wrong. Hmm. But what if you're not? What if the fact that you're not getting the results that you thought you would is not a sign that you're doing anything wrong? What if it's a sign that those systems don't work? as you had intended, or as they'd been in inferred, or some, that's something about it, something about it is not the whole story, or something like that, okay? We're not teaching from those teachings. We are offering you something else. And if it happens to go well with and adds something meaningful and productive and positive to you in your life, that's great. But we're not trying to fit in the construct of the secret or law of attraction or a course in miracles. We're not trying to fit in those constructs because Jill did not, she was not trained or programmed in those. She had awareness and exposure of them, but that's not, she, we, we break those systems <laughs> more often than help support them, uh, the ones that she'd uh, come across. So if you're not doing it wrong and you're not getting the results that you wanted, then, then what do you do? What if you give yourself a hug? Step one and say, wow. Uh, and maybe you'll laugh at yourself. Maybe you'll say, I should have known. <laughs> I should have known that it was not going to be that easy. <laughs> because masters have been incarnating on earth forever and things didn't go well necessarily for them either. So being a master does not mean that things are going well in your life. Being a master by our definition, being your mastery means that you are trusting and knowing that you are loved by source energy, that you are valuable to and of and by source energy, no matter what your human journey looks like on the outside or the inside. But it, there's a, but, 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 right. We can feel it within you. So saying, but that, that can't be the answer. The answer can't be that it, those didn't work because I'm supposed to fail. We never know supposed to, right? There is no set outcome here. So if you aren't 
feeling successful in your life, then what do you want to try next? And might it be a radical idea similar to what we're talking about here? That there isn't a, a God force outside of you that has a set beautiful journey for you if you just get in the right zone or vortex that, that you'll be there and it'll all be good, right? That's not earth. That's not humanity, especially in a dark age. You're going to hit the speed bumps. You're going to get the red lights. You're going to have the parking spots that are way at the end of the parking garage. So what? That doesn't mean that you fail. That doesn't mean that you're not light. That doesn't mean that the universe is punishing you because you, you forgot to be positive that day. That's earth. <sighs> There's a lot of energy that you could be making available to yourself by discontinuing the punishment that you, most of you, and if you're still listening, then there's something here catching your ear, right? You're catching your heart. The level of self, shame, self disregard, sense of if I were a master, my life would be better than this. That is not true. Can you imagine if Yeshua had thought that as he was hanging on the cross? That as he's on the cross, as one of the most brilliant bringers of light that has ever been seen, can you imagine if he'd been hanging there, his body shutting down, saying, if I were a master, this wouldn't be happening to me. That's not what he did. Forgive them for they know not what they do. He vibrated in the grace of God for those who persecuted him. And by offering that grace to others, he set himself free from the construct of deserving pain and deserving suffering. No one deserves that. He also offered himself the grace of God within himself to help, help ease the physical pain that he was feeling, to recognize there was more going on uh, within his field than the, the physical shutting down that was going on and taking place. What is so compelling about the idea that if you just do things right, your life will be great. What is it within the second chakra that will have endless amounts of even irrational hope of if I just knew the right thing, then, then everything would go great for me. Who is telling you this? And do you really believe them? What if you've been following that protocol or those teachings perfectly? What if you didn't miss a thing? 
And what if what you are preventing yourself from feeling is that grace? That grace of source energy that wants to whisper in your ear every time something is unfair, unjust, painful, um, whatever, and just wants to whisper, that sucks. I love you. I'm sorry that's happening to you. That could be the most liberating, liberating of light, liberating of, of God's love, liberating of God's grace in this reality that any of us could, could begin to offer in this world, starting with ourselves. So when any of you are acting as if there is a system for having a great life, you have a false structure around you that is at odds with reality, is at odds with how your eternal self is viewing you and your experience. And perhaps most importantly, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But, 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 but. Notice that those that are the most dedicated to following or teaching these are those that feel the most connected to a sense of hope and a sense of refusing to accept that, that pain and suffering would just happen here. It, it, like, let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of the pain and suffering. Let's figure out a system. Let's figure out a way to eliminate pain and suffering from humanity. Let's just do it. Sorry. It's, it's, that's, no. And that doesn't mean you're in the wrong place. It doesn't mean you didn't incarnate for beautiful reasons. It just means that even as a, a teacher, a healer, a practitioner, um, a channeler, a receiver, a, a, and anything that you are, it means that all of that, all of that other vibrational range, you, you can't get rid of it. You can't high vibe your way out of it. It's among you. It's, it's in the system of earth in your timeline. And at some point along the way, you chose this timeline. You chose the date you were born. You chose your parents. You chose your birthplace. You chose a lot. <laughs> and we don't say that like you have no one to blame but yourself. We say that to help you realize that you are source energy. You love yourself. And you didn't set yourself up to fail. And maybe there's more opportunities for actual success and actual progress and actual uh, forward evolution versus devolution, evolution in for you in your life. The more that you reevaluate some of these systems that you thought were true and that maybe just, it was just that you were doing them wrong. What if you can't all be millionaires? What if you all don't have great health? What if you have weaknesses that you wish you didn't have? And so, 
What if those aren't the problem that you may be perceiving them as? Isn't that the reason you actually love the hero stories? That you love the survivor stories is that, oh my God, they had that. And still they, whatever, soared, shone, showed the world that there was more to them than the functionality of their legs, you know, you know, whatever, if it's somebody in a wheelchair, something like that, right? What if you decided to do that for yourself? She was an amazing version of light and he wasn't even a millionaire, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> he didn't even have all the money in the world. He actually had to work for a living. <laughs> she actually had a job, right? There's so many different ways that you could author, there's that authority again, author the rest of your life without pretending that there is one right way to do it, without pretending that there's one wrong way to do it. With a healthier appreciation that life is trial and error. And you are the assessor of whether it was a successful trial or an erroneous trial, right? You get to decide based on how it feels, based on how it feels to you from the inside out. And then you have more of that authority back for yourself in what you want to try next. What do you love about your life? What do you want more of? There's no guarantees, but maybe if you already have it now and you love it, maybe there, maybe there could be more of what you love, but there's no guarantees and this is earth and unfair, unjust, unper non, you know, painful things can happen to you that have nothing to do with you. There's not even a lesson in it. There's not even purpose inherently in it. It's just like, that sucked. Okay, <laughs> now what do I want to try? How do I want to respond to this? right? Then you have more of that responsiveness from the inside out that you deserve. And that works really, really well on earth, especially in a dark age. Because no matter what happens, whether it was like, oh my gosh, that was the most amazing thing ever. And I'm so glad it happened exactly that way. Or whether it's the things that's like, well, shoot, I didn't predict that would happen. My psychic didn't tell me that would happen this month, right? Because the person that's going to be there in those moments, whether it's you're there to, you know, pop open the champagne or give yourself a hug is you, not that outside authority figure, not that structure that, that you've been pretending is true. That may not be true. It's you at the end of the day, it's always you. So what do you got? <laughs> what do you got? Bring it right now we fully recognize that this may be a level of trust in yourself that you've never had. If you really look at it, you have to trust yourself. You're the only one in that bodysuit, you. So all the ways that you've pretended that, you know, we're not going to repeat ourselves here, but all the things that you thought you were missing, what if you're not missing anything? What if the fact that you don't have dialogue with your team or your guides or God doesn't mean you're not missing anything? What if they wouldn't be telling you what to do anyway? <laughs> oh no, that's scary. Again, we talked about that group, that audience before, hopefully they're, <laughs> they've already gone off and done something else. So it's, I, we feel some of you saying, so it's, it's just me. 
Yep, it's just you. Isn't that awesome? We see how amazing you are. We observe the amazing things that you've done that no one told you to do. We've seen the way you respond with love and compassion and fierce advocacy when no one told you to. Who thought of that? Who thought of you being generous? Who thought of you being loving and kind, brilliant, creative? Who thought of those ideas? Nine times out of ten, it's you. See? <laughs> You've been doing more of this than maybe you realize. So when you bring that awareness closer to your heart, that that's actually the system. It's the only real system you have. Then you live it more fully. You're more in your bodysuit, all the way down to your toes. Wiggle your toes right now. There's nowhere to go, <laughs> but in, but, but you, <laughs> you're it. And it's more than enough. It's amazing. And maybe you'll feel how much more amazing you are. And maybe even how much more successful you can feel. How much more alive and vibrant you can feel with what we've talked about today. And please watch for where you are in a pattern of handing over your authority. Okay, so I'm going to pop in here as Jill. Because this part, when we have said similar things, there, there tends to be my fellow thinkers out there that say, but, wouldn't, but does that mean that we should never like get a healing or never get a reading? No, it's where you place the authority, you guys. I get readings, right? Not that many. Um, I have an amazing astrology, though. <laughs> astrologer, though, Cat Barton Barrow. Um, and Cat, uh, oh my God, I mean, Blue Sky Shop, what she does, and she spells shop the British way, S H O P P E. And what I do in my readings, obviously, I'm not wanting to take over your authority. I mean, in the reading, the reading, I have so many readings, you guys, to share that you guys have given your blessing and permission that I share some of your, your private, quote unquote, readings publicly. I have probably 30 or more that I just need to, to just spend a day and just like, start cranking them through and sharing them because there's so much there. But you'll hear in some of those sessions, somebody say, you know, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I think he's a nice guy. Is he a nice guy? Right? I mean, or whatever. There's just so many things that come up in readings. Um, but I will give you the, the information that I feel from your team. But even the vibration of your team that I'm connecting with is not saying, oh, tell her to do X, Y, and Z and everything will be good. She just needs to listen to us. No, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't resonate with that. That is not a reading to me. That is, what is it? It's a show. Ooh, ouchie. It is a show though. Okay. Ah, so we're true to our word that we are going to respect you as the authority that you are. And when you ask us, you know, in your, in your sessions, things that are wanting to tell you what to do, we can do scenarios and timelines and probability figures and all those things. But ultimately it's up for you to decide. And we don't want to pretend that it's any other way. So this option that we have for treating ourselves as the authority 
you can get advice. I, I get advice, like I said, from other people or from my team or whatever, but I've, I've said this before and I'll put it here too. When I ask my team, like, what should I do about this? They're like, I don't know, Joe, what do you want to do about this? That's how they interact with me. They interact with me as the sovereign being that I am. And so I don't ask, <laughs> I don't ask as much about what should I do, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you may want to relax your body right there. We're going to wrap up in a few moments here. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. There's a lot here. I For anyone that's sort of like, but wait, tell me what to do. <laughs> we just we just told you we don't like to do that. And we would rather not. And we'd rather you not ask. Um, but you get to decide. Are you going to be able to find somebody that the channel or whatever that can tell you what to do in your life? Yeah. But whose life is it? Is it yours or theirs? And And why do they know better for you than you do? Right? So ask them what they think. That's okay, right? If you have the money to spend on those sorts of things. Um, but you could, I mean, you, we may have just saved you thousands of dollars <laughs> by offering, maybe even more, um, by offering this totally um, fresh perspective on what it means to be a master and that there are no guarantees and that um, life is what it is and it's okay to have to walk across a parking lot. Maybe, maybe we all need the exercise. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot here. I like the words that we, that we hung on the energy today. And I also feel like there's some really beautiful pockets of energy here. Uh, to sort of swim in and explore and consider, okay? I'm guessing most of you feel what I feel right now. I feel huge. <laughs> I feel myself in my bodysuit, but I feel like my energy field is like there's, like I can't reach the edge. Um, that's a good feeling. Mm. Okay. All right. So I'm going to recommend, recommend again uh, the workshop recordings. I'll put the link uh, right here. Hopefully I remember in the video. It'll be, is it on this side? one of these <laughs> up there there's going to be a little link uh, for you to consider that purchase um, and if it suits you and you find obviously we're offering things that we hope will enlighten you and inspire you and help you to live a, an even better life than you've already lived um, because we do deserve beautiful things and that doesn't always happen here so the more savvy we are with a structure that actually works and is real um, the better our chances for feeling a sense of self that is durable when things don't go our way. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. What else is coming up? Um, we have the Greece trip coming up. Let me give dates. I have them right here. Okay. The Greece trip is September 27th through October 20, or excuse me, <laughs> a month. I, I can't do that. Um, September 27th through October 9th, 2019. Zion and oh my god especially <laughs> given the workshop that we just did and I that there was so much channeling there um, I'm even more excited about the Zion uh, retreat October 24th through October 28th and then we have the Egypt trip uh, January 10th through January 24th of 2020 okay alrighty and then I will definitely be doing another Boise workshop that worked out so well um, yeah, I'm so grateful to any of you that, that came, to all of you that came to it. I'm just like, 
Oh, I feel so blessed um, that we got to hang out with each other. I love what we did together. Thank you for the, the role and the energy that you played in that experience. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and then to those of you that purchased the recordings, thank you so much for also being a part of it. And I hope you absolutely love it. There's a lot there. Please take your time with it. And uh, for anyone that is t considering and tempted to join me for another workshop in Boise, it'll probably be around the same time. Um, so the last full weekend in April 2020, I okay the dates, uh, my husband's calendar is way more uh, restricted than mine. So I, whenever I'm going to do something, I'm like, do those dates work for you? So that, you know, someone's here with our daughters, obviously. <laughs> anyway, okay. I love you guys so much. Bye-bye for now. My website is jillrenefeeler.com. It's an honor to be light, my light alongside your light and hugs, kisses. I love you, love you, love you. And if you like this, thank you for liking. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for commenting. It really does help all these funny algorithms. And yeah, I would love for more people to know about this way of being light within in this truly empowered way. Yeah, I, yeah, it works. I see it work every day. <laughs> okay. I love you. Bye-bye for now. Okay, let's go to the chat. Oh, thank you so much, Suzanne. I love you guys. Oh, <sighs> very good. Ooh, oh, Sheila, I'm going to read that right here. Uh, she said, thank you, Jill. So this dark night of the soul that many spiritual teachers go through, is that what happens? Oh my God, Sheila, this is very insightful. Okay. Is that what happens when you devote your life to a system that doesn't work and then you have to find something else? I don't understand what they mean when they say dark night of the soul. Um, I mean, energetically, that means different things to different people. I didn't have a dark night of the soul either, Sheila. It's not required. A lot of people feel like it is a requirement that you must hit rock bottom in order to, uh, to access the true light. But I, I mean, I, I like your theory here. I, it sounds good. And yet it would be even cooler if after the dark night of the soul, they immediately uh, gravitated towards a system that was, that was better um, in terms of helping them feel the light within versus the light outside of oneself that they need, that one would need to pull through their crown chakra or, you know, spend a day analyzing their dreams. Um, and some people love dream analysis. And if you love it and you find productivity in that, that's so awesome. Yay, you. <laughs> right? That's great. I don't do that. I, I, I've never really done that. Um, and we've all got our ways, right? So whatever works for you. Um, but yeah, they're just, yeah. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you, Suzanne. Happy Mother's Day to you, too. I know you've got uh, kids of four-legged kind. <laughs> okay. Oh, thanks, you guys. Uh, thanks. Yeah, for any of the, we're celebrating Mother's Day in the USA coming this Sunday. So to all the mamas, uh, happy Mother's Day. All right. I love you guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Susanna saying a true teacher would be grateful if their beliefs were turned upside down for the truth, even if, you know, and it turned their own teachings on their head. I, I mean, I, that's how I look at it. When my own, uh, as a fellow teacher, um, uh, with things that I thought I had right, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, being, you know, one example I love to use is this idea, and this does, this was offered to me through a sort of law of attraction idea, 
even though I'm not an Abraham Hicks student by any stretch. Um, yeah, I limit my exposure to other teachers because I want my I want my human brain as Jill to know that what I'm sharing is not based on things I've read, things I've heard, things I've watched from other people. So in my spare time, I listen to Joe Rogan podcasts and um, watch Game of Thrones <laughs> and, and Project Runway and enjoy my family, obviously. But the, in terms of my alone time, I, I'm not studying spirituality at all. And I never did. Um, other than the Bible. Yeah. When, in, when was that? 2002. Yeah. Went through almost 97% of the Bible in uh, like nine months. Yeah. Very devoted. I was dedicated. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>